Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. We have taken quite a little bit of time off. Uh, summer schedules have gotten crazy, so I'm not even sure how many weeks it's been, but it is good to see Thank some of long. my favorite people in the world. And it is great to know that some of my favorite people in the world are listening. Nate, Drew, give me the highlights of your summer. Give me the best parts of your summer. Give me the worst parts of your summer. I want, I want to hear your high and low. All right, so definitely like a really good high was like having those like two months of you know parenting hiatus that was pretty <laughs> awesome for sure had a lot of really good times with uh with my wife you know good good times there um for sure low parts um legitimately um so i have we haven't gotten to talk about this yet and it's kind of sad um but it's because we haven't <laughs> recorded in a while um i i had covid camp happen to me <laughs> Oh, <laughs> dude, I that's had, right. So I had the largest camp that I've ever had in youth ministry. It's awesome. We had like 85 people go with us and probably like 40 of them got COVID. Um, not while we were there. Like we probably had like 12 while we were there actually have COVID. And then like Whoa. had to drive them in their own vehicle. And then like I left immediately to go back to Florida to go pick up my kids. And the whole time I'm in Florida, hey, I got I just tested positive. Hey, I just tested positive. Hey, I just tested positive. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, but um, Freaking praise, COVID. praise the Lord, though, that people, I feel like we're at this point where people understand and nobody was freaking out on me, yeah. um, which thank God, because, oh man, I was so, I was honestly really nervous about that, really anxious about just backlash, but you know, it, for being a worst part of the summer, it was not that bad. It could have been worse a lot. Let me let me ask you a CC question. You know what that is? A CC question? No. Controversial COVID question. Oh. Okay. Oh no! Just made that up in my brain right now. Um, <laughs> oh, the CCQ. Let's go. What? If you could go back, would you have still had the camp, knowing yes. that it would all go that way? Yes. Oh, let's go. Absolutely. We had Amen. we had ten, 10 salvations, baptized twelve, bruh. You know, yeah. I yeah. there's there, and I got like I got like three in the hopper that actually got COVID, but want to still get baptized because they like just got That's saved good. while they were there. And it's like it's like dang man. That's yeah. why God made bubble wrap, man. That's, wrap them up. It. Don't wrap them up. <laughs> Yeah. Throw a little, throw a few body blows in there. Can't feel it. It's fine. You know, no big deal. <laughs> I do feel like we're at a place where, like, every, you know, if anyone who goes on any trip or around any crowd or goes out of their house, they understand, you know, yeah. like, you know, COVID, it's not, it's not new anymore. I think everybody knows what they're walking into these days. Yeah. 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 Now, if you have a youth trip and everybody comes back with monkeypox, <laughs> yeah. That, that's why we don't do mission trips. <laughs> no, I, um, just for the, uh, you know, I mean, this is not necessarily a, a, a PG or a PG 13, but you know that monkeypox is only transmitted sexually, correct? You know that, right? Is it? 
Yeah, I, think, I have no idea. I, I'm pretty next. sure that that's what I I have read. So that's, that's why what I we don't do. Like, you definitely don't want to have a youth trip. You come back like that. Uh, so I'd say then that's why we don't do youth all nighters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do those ones. That's a, that you can't have. You can't have monkeypox camp. That's not. No, that's not it. No more mission trip lock-ins. That's what <laughs> <No> <laughs> camp's a little different. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Yeah. 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 I don't have anybody swapping fluids. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> that note what was your high and low of the Man, summer nate my my high is he not having monkey pox um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> wow uh the high for the summer honestly it was uh man the last couple weeks um literally the last two weeks before our, our school started this week so we're back kind of in fall already but um Last two weeks, man, we had the kids camp, the teen camp. Kids camp was incredible as a dad to get to be there. Um, mm-hmm. I was so proud of all the kids that went with us. So it's for second through sixth grade and all of them were first time campers and two of them are mine. And so it's like the fact that they all got through all the ups and downs, had a blast, loved it. Um, that was huge. And as a dad, man, it was so cool to see my two kids just beast mode and love it. And they had their moments, of course, as well, but get right. through that. And, I want to go home. And then 10 minutes later, this is the best camp ever. <laughs> um, so definitely that weekend then, then. In like sixth grade though. Yeah. The way I, that's yeah. What I was like, man, just wait. They're going to be boss. I was like, kids, um, that's like half of my leaders I felt like this summer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm well, just that's, kidding. No, that's what's crazy. Then you get to teen camp and it's worse. I'm like, Lord. Um, but yeah, then teen camp, a huge high being there that weekend. Um, I got to do a breakout for the uh, adults and that was my only task. So I really got to pour in, really got to prepare and make it awesome. And um, it was great. And then just the impact of, of the camp itself on so many groups was, was incredible. And then right after that, so I come home, you know, for our life group, Sermon and then another high. We go on vacation, a little mini vacay Monday through Thursday last week, and time with the family. So that was definitely a high. Was getting so much time with the kids and the family, and then the low would have been not having an intern. Man, that was definitely yeah. I was just processing that with somebody yesterday. Like they're like, yeah, but man, wasn't it so nice to have more downtime? I'm like, yeah, at times, but I'd rather not do it that way. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was great at that, you know here or there, but as a whole, because I. I still connect with um, several of my grads and and just talking to them and getting pumped. But now I didn't have one for the summer, but I do have one right now for the fall. He's amazing, so that's good. But definitely the summer low. He's gonna get so much extra Nate now. Like oh Nate's gonna God. like he's gonna get all the <laughs> so ready <laughs> reserves from the summer, not having an intern. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. So and he's from in house. So I mean he's already been very involved and a part of things. And so to get additional time and one on ones, it's gonna be great. But yeah, definitely the low of not having one all summer though. That was that yeah. was my low. And um, no no interruptions in your vacation this time around. No. Oh, no, none. Just got to just spend got to time with the family and enjoy. And um, yeah, no interruptions. Just awesome. So I don't know about you guys, but like. We have one more big event that's coming up here pretty soon. Next next week we call it conference. It's just like a big concept for middle school and high school to like lead into the school year. Everything points to the school year and stuff. So we got one more, but we've had about three weeks now, four weeks of just pretty chill summer schedule. And 
just time to reflect, time to think, um, a little bit more rest than usual, um, which has been great. I've been trying to spend lots of extra time with the kids and stuff like that. But, but I have a question. This is what I love about the lunch table so much is I feel like we really hold each other accountable on how we're, how we are doing versus just how our ministry is doing. Right. Like, I feel like we do really check in on each other. And I think that's, that's why we love lunch tables so much is so personal. So I heard this question the other day, and I want I want to ask you guys this: as you've had time to reflect, as you have time to come back from vacation and summer camp is over and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, you've been thinking about the fall for a while. You know, there's seeds are planted in the fall. Everything's going to get kicked off here again pretty soon. Everybody back from the summer regular schedule. But my question for you is like, how are you going to define success for yourself? going to finish out the rest of this year like what do you what do you feel is successful like how or how do you define success personally in order to finish out this year I'm, i'm curious about that yeah so heading into fall finishing the year that is a an exciting time it's like good to get all in your your feels a little bit and your goals <laughs> um so i'm thinking for the rest of the year coming in the fall um there at the end of the summer especially getting away um doing the camp stuff I had a lot of travel time had a lot of downtime um and then the vacation so really praying and pondering on that and it's like number one health man just just praying to stay healthy whoop whoop me and drew still in the competition um i think if we do all three end up in charlotte and me and drew are still going strong matt should have to buy both of us dinner i mean that just seems right um, but so yeah so health wise Mickey's, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey, Ruth, Chris, what you talking about? Um, yeah. And so, um, just staying in a healthy man, honestly, as, as cheesy and as I know it sounds, but really have created a healthy lifestyle instead of just one big, oh, I'm gonna, you know, whatever, but yeah. exercise and eating better. Um, so to keep that going, I, I would see that as a success to get to the end of the year and be like, wow, you know, I. I started that hard in June and I, and I actually did it the whole year, you know, the rest of the year would be awesome. Um, <clears throat> balance because in, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, cause that's the thing, right? Like you, I think so many people can relate to like, you get started, you do something, you have your rhythm, but man, as soon as something changes and it throws you off that rhythm, it is so hard to get back onto it. Yeah, yeah for sure. And so just, just to look back and, and for the long haul, I stuck to it. Would be a big success, big win for me. Um, again, it's, it's nothing you've never heard before, but like just the balance. So I, I want to, um, I don't want to just be a, a, a better pastor and work on these things, but I want to, I want my wife at the end of the year to say, man, Nate was an awesome husband. Nate's an awesome dude. Um, well, you set the bar you. pretty low so far. So I mean, I, I feel like say, we, <laughs> we can only go up from there. So it's, it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so hopefully it goes up from there what do you what do you think you have to do for that to happen like though like what does that mean wow how how deep do you want to get man <laughs> I, <laughs> no doubt in my mind i have to learn how to love her well like the way mm. she feels love so like i may have my way of the things and seeing things and and even if it's right, even if it's, even if it's, you know, correct, whatever, just at the end of the day though, like, how do I love her in a way that that gets the most? So I always use being sick as an example, right? Like when she's sick, I need to know 
how to love her well, how to take care of her, not how I want to be handled, which is leave me alone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I need to apply that to entire life, right? Like, yeah, whatever she needs. And super personal, I need to let go of what I think she could or should be doing and just get it done myself mm. if I need to or whatever. Like, mm. got to let that go. Um, and instead of that, and also in a healthy way, you know, us getting on a better page financially, you know, just making sure, hey, because um, she's having some surgery come up. There's a lot of extra expenses, a lot yeah. of extra things. And so it's just like with her new role of not working as much and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well, we got to still balance that. So definitely to love her well means to find that really, really hard balance in my life of, well, hey, no, these are some hard truths that, that I can't back off, get back off of. And then here are some things I got to let go. Mm. And then on top of that, how I handle them, how I react, of course, that's always been my thing, you know, can't be mean, don't, you know, you can't let your anger get the best. You've got to just, react well and and tone and timing and all that good stuff so that's what i'm working on personally for that um i really feel like almost like a best friend you know have you ever noticed that like it, this hit me yesterday i was praying in my worship and god's like the, the coolest thing about really good friends is you can like tell them a hard truth and they respect you and care about it and you can also tell them like a dude you're stupid and and but you can do it in the right way with them where they take it and they and it doesn't right. get too personal you know what i mean and so i think in marriage i got to find that balance too of just like of how to tell your wife she's stupid or not, not that she's stupid no, just like, <laughs> sorry. How, how to literally like, where is he going with this well, <laughs> that freedom right how to have that freedom of just free-flowing conversation but i've 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 not said things yeah. in a way to hurt you so therefore we're going to have this good conversation yeah. see like with well, a best friend you're not trying to yeah. hurt them you're trying to make a point you know yeah and I, and I think it's also like i know exactly what you mean i was just trying to kid because like <laughs> you're right like sometimes we get i think a little too comfortable mm -hmm. at home right that's yeah. where it's hardest to kind of like kind of be like oh i've been out with 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 uh i went to lunch with a bunch of people you know the other day and we all joke around and call each other names and and me hanging out with students students are a little bit harsher too right like they're kind of uh harsher and that joking and things like that and then you get home and it's just a reminder of like uh that's not how i talk to my family you well, know that's yeah. not especially in your world because you have two daughters and what you can say to, <laughs> to even boys sometimes you're like yep they didn't take that the way i thought they would yeah um but so yeah so wow how to be a i want to be thought of as an awesome husband to so love her well find the balance what to you know stick to my guns on what to let go um you said just personal but man big challenges for the ministry of the church mm -hmm. like really how to had a great <laughs> As a matter of fact, it kept me up way too late last night, but a really awesome epiphany eye-opener with some a couple of family in our church last night of just realizing, hey, here's some realities of our situation as far as the building goes, and now let's let's just embrace that and grow where we're at and do what we have to do. So how to market, how to, to be a healthy church and meet budget, that's a big thing for us yeah, this year. Yeah. yeah. The last thing I'll say on this is I just was talking to a guy um, really amazing guy that speaks in, into my life um and he was telling us about how he was a part of this better man series and he talking about this pastor was on there and he said he was really looking forward to his one-on-one -on -one with his direct report 
And he said, I knew he was going to ask me how my ministry is doing. So he said he walked into that meeting ready to like blow his boss away, right? Like everything was going good. And the boss goes, hey, how's your ministry doing? And boom, right away, he like hits him with all this stuff. And the guy goes, no, no, no. How's your ministry doing? He's like, oh, dang, he wants me to go even further. So he, boom, next thing he goes, no, how's your ministry doing? And he points to a picture of his family behind him. Oh. And he goes, that's your ministry. Like, how are, how are you doing there? And you know, that has to be a part of personal success, you know, your yeah. community and, and family and friends and things around there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Drew, yeah. what about you, man? Honestly, I feel like um, the things that I really want to grab for success, like for the fall, like finishing out the actual year, I think I really just need to like get to a better like balance kind of place with my life um, and just feel like this summer has been so good to just like get recentered on the things that matter, um, especially with like, you know, having the time with the kids gone, you know, now I'm, I don't, you know, kids men is not on my plate anymore. All that stuff. Praise God for that. Um, you know, being able to just kind of like focus in on, on what's, you know, what's mine. Um, I think like, honestly, for me, just getting to a place where it's like, okay, I'm going to scoot off some of that like anxiety stuff that has been kind of creeping into my life and so scoot that off the plate too um and get to a point where it's like i'm just kind of just kind of whole as a person um you know and and really focusing on the on the right things um just not honestly i feel like at the end of the day it's it really wraps down like all the way down to like just a full reliance on god like because I don't know about you guys, but just like getting to this place where um, sometimes it just feels easier to just like want to pull it down myself, you know, like want to uh, just like make it happen, you know. And yeah, and I feel like it sucks too because it's like um, I know the three of the three of us, and like I don't know how you guys how this goes in your spiritual life, but like the three of us are like pretty high capacity leaders, right? Like so, it's not like we couldn't do some of these things right but um yeah. we're reading this book as um as a pastoral staff right now it's called jesus centered um legit like if y'all have not listeners if you want to check it out it's really good it's by steve a brown um and okay. um he had this really amazing quote in his book and i don't remember if he said it or if somebody else said it but um he said this thing where um is like i cannot do a single thing to add to the work of the cross like and it was like that that hit me so freaking hard because it was just like this thought of just like like with my family with my you know like with kinsley and her autism with kipton trying to grow him to be like a, a godly man eventually you know with lexi trying to be a good husband all these things and it's like this thought of just like man i if Lexi's trying to be a good husband, you might need to rethink. <laughs> no, with me, no, with Lexi, no, me you, trying to be a good husband yeah, to her. You, yeah, you, know, I like, got it. I you, know, know, you know what I'm saying. But Nothing it, slides at like, the lunch table. Right? <laughs> I see an opportunity for a joke, we jump on it. But the, <laughs> but just like not not getting stuck by like the the stuff you know around my life, you know, and and yeah. being able to just rely on the fact that like. I can't, I can't fix everything. Right. And like, the thing is that it's like, I have to rely on God. Like that's the whole point of what we do and like how I even got to where I am now anyway, you know? So it's like, some of it is just, you know, being able to 
get back to that place of like full reliance, you know, or like trying to trying to like hone that in better, you know, um, and legit like as a dad of a special needs kid, I want so badly to be able to just like fix my kid. <laughs> and mm. so, and, and I am convinced at this point um, that that's why I have her is to remind me that I can't. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and it's not my job <laughs> and so well, it's, those, those things man it's like whew. it's the mary and martha thing right mm-hmm. like you know martha's busy doing 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 i mean that's like so ministry you know especially nowadays where there's so much um so much uh, influence on what we should be doing or shouldn't be doing um there's always a bigger church there's always a church with more sites there's always mm-hmm. you know this or that but man it's like just being at the feet of jesus <clears throat> you know because like it, it, i still struggle with that story because i'm just like at the end of the day if martha's not doing it then is the house ready are they did they even know where to go like is what's the going on and so i that's one of the hardest stories in the whole bible that i go so back and forth on yeah. even knowing the right answer that's what makes me so mad is like i know the right answer is be at the feet of yeah. jesus and i'm like oh why can i not just like it's like, why do we suck at that? <laughs> why is that so freaking hard? You know, it's like, um, but man, it's, I, don't, I don't know. That was just like a like one of those things. Like last couple of days, it was just like, man, I just I just want that to be like the hallmark of my like this next season, you know. And um, you know, especially with um, you know, we were talking a little bit before we even started recording that like I have this new like white space on the calendar of like not having kids ministry is a part of my you know stuff and so it's like what what do i do with that space you know it's like because i could i could easily fill that with other stuff easily you know and so it's like okay so how do i not do that (laughs) and just rely on like the fact that god's got it and he's gonna do what he's gonna do with or without me and i'm just gonna be faithful to what he wants me to do you know why why does feeling that white space with busyness make us feel more important right like i i can't even tell you how many people kind of one of the things that i've realized leading a bigger team is how often i could have said like hey i know this over here wasn't perfect but you didn't have to be there you could have actually just been out front meeting people and being relational which is kind of what you want to do but i get it over here if you're not doing something it's hard to feel that fulfillment and Mm -hmm. i'm preaching to myself as much as anybody else of just saying it's okay to just it's okay to just uh, be available to have margin like margin is a good thing when you're writing you know writing edge to edge is not gonna be good but like margin is a is a is a good thing in our life I was thinking about it when we were talking about this question about how many people might like if, you know, you get little truth serum of like, oh, you you actually say what's like what your heart actually thinks about this. You know, how many people would be like, oh, what would it look like for you to be like personally feeling successful, you know, to finish out the year and be like, oh, um, numbers. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, brutal. You know, it's like, like yeah. you know, it's like you think about it, and uh, you know, sometimes I catch myself thinking about like, oh yes, like you know, and I'm sure you, you know, if you're paying attention, listening, that you probably heard me be like, yeah, it was the biggest camp we had, and we had COVID and whatever. You know, it's like, uh, 
you know, the, one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's, it's really exciting that I had 85 people go to camp. You know, it's like the largest camp I've ever done, you know, for sure. But right. it's at the same time that it's like those numbers are exciting, but it's like, I feel like getting to this place where I earnestly don't believe that that's actually success. Like that's, that's the part that I think in the last like six months has been to this place of like leading me to where I can actually think about okay, how am I just going to sit at the feet of Jesus and, and, and not get stuck doing way too much? You know, it's like, yeah, that's just ridiculous. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. There was a man, this ties in. It's more ministry focused, but podcast I was listening to, I had a, another little mini trip Friday night, Saturday, coming back from a college grad party. And I was like, listen to this podcast and it was a lot of back roads and it was late at night and God just exploded in the car, man, where he's just like, Timothy Keller, I think is his name. This mm-hmm. awesome preacher. Yeah, yeah. But he's awesome. Yeah. Tim Keller. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, some guy, Mr. Keller. Um, but he he shared about like what he thinks works for churches and doesn't, <laughs> like especially to get them started. And he said when he did a church plant, he literally only he wore a suit and tie on purpose and made it. Uh, uh, the way he portrayed it is almost like almost a boring service on purpose just to present the gospel. And I took a screenshot of the part, part in the podcast because I want to listen to it again and share it sometime. But like, because he said, I knew that if 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 the power of God's word penetrated their lives and lives were changed, they would come bring their friends and, and yeah. true encounters with Jesus. Sitting at Jesus's feet would change their lives more than, because everybody, once it grew and got huge, people are like, you know, where's the, dancing bears you know where's the you know how did how did you do this he says man we we purposely didn't do dancing bears now he said yeah we have high quality worship all those things but he's like specifically the base of it was if your life can be radically changed by jesus that's going to grow even numerically you know and that was the base period and i was just like i'd love to say yep that that's how it is you know but that's tough I forget um, John Mark Comer's former church. I have their podcast here. I can try to pull it up real quick so I don't screw this up. But um, oh, is that the rise and fall of Marcel? Um, Bridgetown. No, no, no. The Bridgetown Audio Podcast, like Bridgetown Church. They um, they speak such good gospel. Like just such. It's it's not nearly as entertaining as other preachers are like, but it's so good. And they're in the heart of Seattle, which Seattle is like. I mean, I don't know if this is just an East Coast thing, but when I think of Seattle, I just think of like, you know, craziness over there and stuff like that. But yeah. you saying that just reminds me of the gospel is so much like that has to be what changes people's heart and things like that. And it was um, it's just yeah, that's that's heavy, man. That's, so isn't that interesting? Heavy. Like we all know that we'd all say like. Wow, someone might have heard for the first time today the gospel is important, you know, like, but yet we fill it up with busier tasks, or like you said, yeah. you know, we sometimes we don't. And I'll just hot off the press. I mean, for me, really coming into the fall, kind of continuation and answer that question. Like, I had gotten away even from just my um, more intentional time with Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of have it here or there. And I saw the toll it was taking on me, talking about marriage, talking about life, talking about home, ministry. I saw the toll it was taking on my attitude and everything. And it's like, wow, we get back to the basics, right? Like, man, time with Jesus, 
you know, Mary, Martha, yeah, they both were doing good things. Um, but if we are doing all those tasks at the expense of sitting at Jesus' feet, then something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Then it's not going to work. Well, unfortunately, I think we're running up against our 30-minute mark. I know Nate always likes to give me a hard time for you know, finishing these episodes too early, but uh, uh, let's give our let's give our one minute recap, and um, I think we're going to have time to record a second episode. So we'll see where we go after this. But um, I think my one minute recap, I'll I'll go first. Um, is success um, success for me will be to to be a little bit more at the driver's seat rather than the back seat of just allowing things to happen as they come. You know. Um, you know, one of my goals is my kids go to school on Monday, Wednesdays. It's like a hybrid homeschool thing. And so one of my goals is going to be to, um, is going to be to, uh, sorry, someone said the back window distracted me a little bit, uh, is to pick them up from school on Mondays and take them for ice cream. That's, that's one of, you know, that's how much I define my success on. Can I truly go pick them up on Mondays when it's time? Cause they're, uh, my wife's a teacher there. So they have to stay afterwards. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can go and be there at 3.15, pick them up, go get ice cream and define that as success this year. Uh, Personal success, um, which means more discipline of going to bed on time, getting to work on, you know, getting to work earlier and, you know, head down, getting things done and stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of my one minute takeaway is be at the driver's seat a little bit more, um, finding the balance between work and family. Yeah. So yeah, one minute takeaway, um, you know, major on the majors, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm focused too much on other things sometimes and not, you know, that, that time as, as today focused on personal success, like you can't have personal success. You can't have ministry success. You can't have social success without that time with Jesus. That, that's literally the key. So, um, I want to make sure to, to continue that. I found a really good rhythm this week being the first week of kids back to school and fall. Like, man, been more on it. Wow, this is just hit me right now. I've been more on it and I've gotten more done. And it's been from the overflow of that intentional time with Jesus. I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, like you still get the, the task done. You got to do your job. But man, from such a better place when the foundation is the gospel and that that goes to growing youth groups growing churches you know just trying to be healthy well it's got to start there or else it's not going to mean anything so yeah yeah i think honestly for me um even even after talking to you guys i feel like it's like if anything even more solidified this and for me that like i've just got to stay connected (laughs) to god you know like right now i've really I really got to hone in on that, you know, and, um, you know, not that my time with the Lord hasn't been like, hasn't been horrible, you know, like my, you know, it's not like I've been going super without or anything like that, but like just feeling like I need to be more intentional with that. Um, and then intentionally holding on to white space, um, for me, you know, for sure. Like, like super just making sure that I have that balance down before we, uh, before, you know, cause I, our fall hasn't started here yet. You know, school hasn't started for another, you know, we got like another week and a half and, uh, you know, this is definitely a good time for me to, you know, get that set up correctly and, and not, you know, not overdo it and stuff. And so, um, but yeah, I think that's just going to be a really big, that's going to be where things are won and lost. Um, you know, this next 
season of my life. I think, um, you know, personally with Flexi, with kids, family, all that stuff, um, and certainly ministry too, for sure. Well, guys, thanks for joining us at the lunch table. Um, we have missed you. I have missed this more than you guys know. I was, uh, you know, so funny coming in. I was on the call 15 minutes, about actually about 10 minutes early. I was like, I'm not going to be late. I had my microphone. I had my uh, AirPods and everything. It just hey, everything was ready to go. I had a Zoom update I didn't know about. Okay. So that, <laughs> oh, that no, but you're still on time. All three of us and were I was on still, time. I was going to say, yeah, I was like, so was, happy. Man, so I was going to be early, but. So for everyone out there, remember, we know the summer was crazy. We know the summer threw maybe your rhythms off, but if you need to make that phone call, if you need to send that text, go find your lunch table, get around a table with some people and talk about what does it mean to have personal success? Because I think it's going to be a two-parter. Check out our next episode when it releases next week because we're going to talk about how that overflows into our work life. How does our own success, what does that look like when it overflows into our ministry? So this is the lunch table. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Hit the wrong button.